<laughs> hey y'all welcome to a new episode of me authentically podcast this is me gracie your host the creator of me authentically um this is my story your story our story authentically where we just we just talk we just chill this is a safe place it's a judgment-free space um if you're under the sound of my voice i want you to know that you are loved that you are cherished, that you are supported, okay? That no matter what you are going through, whether it be your best day or your worst day, today is the first day of the rest of your life. And if it's not going the way that you want it to go, just know that you have everything inside of you um, to be able to make it whatever it is that you want it to be, even if it doesn't feel that way. I know that when we are surrounded in darkness, it is very, very hard to see the positive. Um, it's very hard to shift our perspective because a lot of times we just focus on what's going on around us and because we need to fix what we first see. You know what I'm saying? If you're hungry, your solution is going to be food. You see what I'm saying? Um, so it's very hard to shift your per- your perspective into seeing something else. What I'm going to tell you is this, when it was darkness, um, you know, God said, let there be light. And so there was light. And so all I'm saying is, is that God used his voice to be able to create something. And so we have the ability to call things forth in us, to be able to call forth help, assistance, um, guidance, whatever it is that we need, um, to be able to help us through the darkness to be able to see the light uh as always there is duality in everything so just like the darkness is important so is the light and so is the light is important so is the darkness for every up there's a down for every left there is a right okay it's all about perspective and i am i don't want to discount it for people who have been hungry or who are hungry right now i'm not making light of it it's just an example Um, but just so you know, I have been someone who has gone without food, not by choice, but because I didn't have the means for it. Okay. I have been hungry. My daughter has been hungry. I have been homeless before. So, um, those are just some things that I wanted to say, um, that you, no matter the situation that you are in, you always have the ability, always do to be able to call things forth, to be able to get assistance, even when it feels like everything is stacked up against you, when it feels like no matter what turn you make, it's the wrong turn. Um, I just want you to hold your head up because, you know, every dog has his day. You know, darkness does not last forever. My best friend just had his birthday last month, and for the whole time I've known him, he's had terrible birthdays. Like, we haven't really um, spent his birthdays together. I think a couple of them we did spend together. I think he opted to go to work, Um, but he had such a negative history with his birthdays, feeling unloved, feeling uncherished by his family. And this birthday, he had an amazing birthday. Um, definitely deserved it definitely an amazing guy he wouldn't be my best friend if he wasn't but I'm just saying that to say I'm talking years this man has felt unloved years this man has dealt with trauma with his family and suddenly 
oh it seemed like suddenly it turned around uh, um so it can happen the same for you as well okay um while you're in your darkness i need you to begin to water uh your goals water your dreams i need you to plant the seed um it can be hard to envision what you want your life to look like so for me personally, I always go based off feelings. I'm a cancer, heavy cancer placements. So I tend to go more for how I feel. I know how I want my friendships to feel like. I know what I want my house to feel like, what I want my room to feel like, what I want my job, my career, um, the people that I'm around, my romantic relationships, my family relationships, all these things. I know what I want them to feel like. And so because I first know what I want them to feel like, I, I can then go and begin to curate um, the things that I want them to look like based off of how I feel about them. Um, that's just me. That's how I'm able to tap in. However you're able to tap in, I need you to tap in. Tap into that so that you're able to, when you're able to have enough strength to call forth the light, you're able to see all the things that you have curated. Um, September was, you know, Suicide Awareness Prevention Month. So it was a heavy month for a lot of people. And, you know, on the podcast, we talked about, well, I talked about, you know, my own journey with like mental health and stuff. And as I'm like sitting around in my room, um, I began to see the things that I called forth be present. Uh, my room is very much has always been my safe place, but now it is intentionally curated um, to be exactly what I needed to be. And I love it in here. It is an amazing feeling to see the things that I have prayed for, the things that I have manifested, the things that I have journaled coming to pass, even as it relates to um, the job that I am starting tomorrow. I already had a job, but this job that I'm starting tomorrow is paying me three, $3 more than what I was originally making, which would make it my highest paying job today, I think outside of the military. Um, and I don't even want to like dissect that because like who really knows, but it's my highest paying job and it's something that I'm really grateful for. It puts me in this space where I'm able to, it's still customer service, but I'm able to help people um, instead of just catering to your wants and your needs. No, I'm able to help put you in a better position um, for your family. So that's definitely the direction in my life in which I want to go. And it's something I'm very excited to start. So, um, yeah, this is not, yeah. So I just wanted to say that to you real quick, just Hang in there if it's dark, okay? Um, coming from someone who spent a lot of years actively doing things to um, take myself up on out of here, okay? When I decided to live, it wasn't something that happened overnight. It was something that happened step by step. There's a lot of things that I had to unlearn and relearn um, with my mindset in order to create an atmosphere in which I'm able to see the blessings pour forth for me right and so I wanted to say that to you but I also wanted to 
um, talk about what happened when I got the job, right? So I got the job and I wasn't really excited about it at first. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't excited. Like, I just felt really, really sad. I just felt really sad. Like, a part of me was dying or something. I just felt really sad. I couldn't figure out why. And then I felt like I didn't know this version of me anymore. And I felt like... You know, whenever you are starting something new on a new journey, there's a part of you that has to die. Right? In order to move forward. And a lot of times, I don't think we really talk about that the death of the old self right whenever the new self is born it's not something that we really talk about but it's something that should be addressed um, because there is a mourning period that happens with that because there's a shift that has to take place within your mindset within your mentality because things can't possibly be the same that they always were you know and so I had to sit with myself and try to figure out why I was feeling like this what was coming up for me and it wasn't something that I really wanted like it wasn't like an immediate it was an immediate thing but I was just like why do I feel like this and then I came to terms with that my imposter had showed up now if you've been with us for a while you know that we most definitely have done an episode on the imposter syndrome and with us doing an episode on the imposter, you know, there's four types of the imposter syndrome. There's the perfectionist, the superhuman, the natural genius, or oh, there's five, I'm sorry, of the soloist and the expert. And when we did that episode, I definitely talked about where I felt like I kind of like falled into there. But as I was like sitting down debating on what to say for the podcast and I started like well really I was like let me pull up my notes from the imposter syndrome from last time so I was flipping through like an old journal that I wrote that I have and I ran across some old journal posts that I wrote um and the thing that came up for me was shame And so shame is very interesting because like shame is defined as a painful feeling of uh, humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. And so I wanted to ask myself like, I was asking myself like, you know, why is it that you don't feel like you deserve this job or why do you feel like you know you can only attain certain blessings certain things because there are certain things that I want that to me are really really big um I'm talking about life altering things that like I want I truly desire but there's like a block there's like a block on my heart there's like a block on my mind that keeps it from being able to manifest itself in this reality 
and I know maybe you're someone that believes in like multiple dimensions or whatever there's a our version of you that already has everything that you desire you know it's just about you aligning with that version of you and then bringing it here excuse me and so for me you know like when you feel shame you feel like you're a bad person and you end up regretting some of the things that you've done or you're regretting the thing that or the things that caused you to feel shame you know and then I start to think to myself how often so like you know when like you were a kid and you messed up like you got punished for it right because like that's the only way you can go about learning the lesson to be punished for it um speaking from like my generation or the people who grew up like me you got only whoopings you were you know what I'm saying talk down to like all these different things or whatever and you know if you want to go deeper into that I honestly feel like that stems from um you know slavery there's definitely research that comes that that talks about it but that's neither here nor there but um you're shamed right because if you feel shame you won't do it again and so I started wondering to myself just now like am I punishing myself for the decisions that I've made in the past that didn't work out for me or the things that I've done that I know weren't the best of things to do and the answer is yes and something that feeds imposter syndrome and the root to most of them is shame. Because even when you look at one of the root causes of shame, it says harsh words or actions of parents or other authoritative figures or bullying by peers, right? That's from psycho uh, psychologytoday.com, but the root to a lot of my issues is shame or the fear of being shamed as well I think that's really unfortunate I tell people all the time that we don't have the rule book to this life like we don't have a guide written down for this life you know um i personally believe that like you have to go within you have to follow your intuition you have to put your faith in something outside of you i do believe that because i, I do believe that we're co-creators but um i think that for myself shame of the things that I've done or the things that people know about me aid in me feeling like I don't deserve the great things that I desire and so when I start to get them I find a reason why it's not good enough why it won't work or like 
why I don't deserve it, and I begin to self-sabotage. And on this podcast, you know, I speak a lot about me and my experiences and stuff because if you can relate to me, I don't have to say you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll either listen to this and you'll be like, oh, I can see where that fits into my life too. think it's important to honor the feelings when they come up um, and to do what you feel like needs to be done when they come up like right now I feel like crying because I don't want to hold shame for myself or for any version of me for doing the best that she thought that she could do or for the decisions that she made when she didn't love herself enough. When she gave her body away and she, you know what I'm saying, put herself in harm's way. When she was angry and did things. Like, when she was careless and did things. Um, when she was abusive and did things. An important part of your journey is always forgiving the self, right? Of loving yourself through some of your most ugliest moments, right? And knowing that those moments don't define you, but they shaped you. But you can be something more than that. You are something more than those decisions. You are greatness. It doesn't matter if you spent years giving your body away to sex or overeating or being in abusive relationships or being a drug addict, being an alcoholic, it doesn't matter. You can literally take the weapons that you formed against yourself and you can use it as tools and as wisdom to be better, a better person. To be the person that that version of you needed. I was getting my toes done the other day. And I met this 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 amazing young woman. And I was reading. And so she was like, oh, reading is so great. And I was like, yeah, girl. I mean, reading to escape reality. It's like my one of my happy places to be. I love me a good murder mystery. And so we were talking. And she, you know, we ended up having a lot in common. She's a twin. I'm a twin. She's fraternal, I'm fraternal, she's the oldest, I'm the oldest, like, you know, just stuff like that. She's from the East Coast, I think, I think she's from the East Coast, I know I am. But, um, as we were, like, talking or whatever, she, you know, had told me that she was in recovery, um, and she was in sober living because she was in, she's an alcoholic, 
and so um she was in sober living she said she i think she said she almost made it a year the first time and then she relapsed and so now she's like some months clean but she was talking about like the business that she wants to open and how she wants it to be affordable for everyone like even in her darkest days sis had something to hold on to and i just told her i'm just really proud of you you know i told her i'm just really proud of you um and we just had like a really great conversation she's like such a light like such a joy and i wish you know nothing but the best for her in her life and so I just want to say that to anyone who is like struggling in any type of way, your decisions, they don't have to define you. They don't, I don't wake up in the morning and I say, hey, you know, I'm A, B, C, and D. No, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, grace is loved. Grace is cherished. Okay. Um, I wake up and I affirm myself. Because we beat ourselves down so much. So much. And if anybody's words are going to shape your reality, they have to be yours. Right? Because every version of you that lives on the inside of you has to hear you say that you are enough. That you are cherished. That you are needed, that you are supported, that you are protected, that you are worth everything that you desire and then some. I don't care if your goal is to reach the moon. You deserve that shit. And I know that you're going to work hard to achieve it. Because you're amazing. And when we put our minds to it, there's nothing that we can't do. So how can we release shame in order to move forward? Again, we become aware of how we talk to ourselves. We have to begin to observe our thoughts when it comes into our mind. We have to be able to shift it to be like, mm, that don't feel right or mm, that don't sound right. Why did I say that? You know, we have to be more self-aware of the things that we say so that we can then um, begin to combat it with the new truth, right? Because at one point in time, you did really feel like you were worthless. And so that was your truth then. But your truth now is different. Okay? You have to have compassion for yourself. We can't look at other people outside of ourselves and see greatness in them and not see the greatness in us. That's impossible because everything outside of you shapes your reality. So everything on the inside of you, I meant to say, shapes your reality on the outside of you. So if you're looking at your friend and you see how great she is, she's only a reflection of you. So you are great as well. We have to have compassion for ourselves. We have to begin to love on ourselves as if we were our own partners, right? We have to practice mindlessness. We have to practice mindfulness, right? Like I was saying before, be aware um, so that you can recognize when you are feeling shame. What were you doing? 
um, when it came up for you? How does it make you feel in your body? Where is it triggering in your body? Why is it triggering you there? Okay. Um, and know that everybody makes mistakes. Like, no one is perfect. Okay. Nobody is perfect. I don't care what they say. Ain't nobody perfect. And then you need to speak your truth. Shame needs three things to grow. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. So when you're afraid to speak your truth, when you're afraid to say, hey, this is bothering me, when you're afraid to say, hey, I'm struggling with this, like you need to be able to have someone that you can go talk to. Right? Because you have to be able to expose shame. You have to begin to, these negative emotions that we feel, we have to begin to expose them. And But you need to know where to go to like have these conversations. Um, preferably, I would say someone who is more of a listener and not so much of a talker. Um, someone who's just going to be there for you to like be able to vent it out and to encourage you, not necessarily someone to like fix your issues. But you have to be able to expose the root of the issue. You have to be able to expose the lie, right? A truth that is no longer true for you, which makes it a lie now, okay? So shame, again, needs three things. Secrecy, secrecy, right? It needs you to hold it a secret so that it can't be seen. It needs silence. It's when they want to shut your mouth, right? Because when you feel shame, you don't want to talk about it. And judgment, right, from others and most importantly, yourself. So how you're going to be able to free yourself is you need to be able to talk about it you have to be able to talk about it and then when you begin to like these are the steps that I'm going to take to like not feel shame to not be in shame you need someone that's going to be able to hold you accountable to right because when someone is coming to you with shame they need empathy they need empathy. They need someone to be able to understand them, to be able to love them through this ugly moment that they are experiencing right now. And so if you're experiencing shame right now, I want to let you know, again, you're not the only person that's going through it. You won't be the last, and you're definitely not the first but the first thing I want you to know is that you are loved on your good days, on your bad days, your in-between days, your ups and down days. You are loved, unbelievably loved, right? You're loved. You are cherished. You're cherished. You're supported and you're wanted. The things that you have done yesterday, the day before yesterday, the things that you did in order to survive, they don't make you less of a person. Baby, you are doing what it takes to get you to where you are today. And you wouldn't be here if you wouldn't have done those things. So the first thing you need to do is hold space for you space for that version of you 
because that person is worth it. And so again, I don't want to hold you too long. I just wanted to come in, you know, talk to you about some things. But if you're a journaler, go ahead and journal. Right? When you place your hand on your heart and you begin to ask yourself, am I holding on to shame anywhere? See what comes up for you. See if you are holding on to shame. Imagine the, the best case scenario for your life. And then ask you, sit with yourself and see if shame comes up. See if it's like, nah, we need to go smaller. If you feel like you need to go smaller, it's a possibility shame is there. Because the best case scenario, shame can't exist there. So, I love you. Thank you for again listening to me, Authentically Podcast. I'm Gracie, your host. Um, you can always catch us on me, uh, me underscore authentically podcast on Instagram or Gracie dots or Grace dot L on Instagram as well. Um, well, yeah, I love you. Um, there's nothing shameful about you. There's nothing shameful about you. Work through your emotions, okay? Because we got greatness to conquer. Okay? Greatness is waiting for us. But shame is not going to fit in our backpack. It takes up way too much space. And we're living our lives out loud. Okay? And shame requires us to be quiet. But we're living out loud. So I love you. And I'll see you next time.